Are you ready to learn the business skills you need to accelerate your career? The Ohio State University Fisher College of Business is now offering its highly ranked working professional MBA entirely online. Whether you choose to attend on campus, online, or a mix of both, you're in control, balancing the demands on your busy schedule. Don't wait. Start your personalized MBA journey this fall. Visit go.osu.edu slash WPMBA to learn more and apply. The Ohio State University Max M. Fisher College of Business, where principled leaders are created. Come on, touch him. Come on, touch him. Come on, there he is. Come on, one more time. There he is. Come on, there he is. Come on, there he is. Jesus, there he is. Come on, 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 there he is. Hallelujah. One more time. There he is. Come on, there he is. Come on, there he is. Jesus, there he is. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. There he is. There he is. Come on. There he is. There he is. There he is. Hallelujah. There he is. One more time. There he is. One more time. Jesus. There he is. Come on, y'all. Let's get started. Hallelujah. There he is. Hallelujah. 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 Hey. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, come on. Come on, come on. Come on, come on. Hallelujah. We give God the glory. Hallelujah. We give him the praise. Hallelujah. We thank God. Hallelujah. We thank God for who he is. Hallelujah. We thank God for being God. Amen. We thank God for him loving on us today. Amen. And glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank him. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, we give you glory. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank God. Hallelujah. We give God the praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank God. Amen. We give God the praise. Hallelujah. We bless his name. Amen. We welcome everybody. We're here. We're going live. We're already live. So go ahead and share this with somebody. We're starting. I am a Psalms 139, 14-woman hour. I am your host, Lady Apostle. Amen. And I'm here going to be talking to you on today. I know the Lord is about to bless us. Amen. I know he's about to um, be glorified in what he's going to say to us on this beautiful afternoon, amen. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we are rejoicing and being glad therein, amen. 
Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. So we're actually, um, as God is um, preparing us and preparing us and getting us ready. Amen. I know that the service is about to take off right now. Amen. There's a little uh, difficulties, but it's coming. It's coming back on for us. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. So we're going to be praising the Lord. Amen. Right now, we're just checking to see, make sure that everything is connected. Hallelujah. Everything is connected. Amen. You know, there's always something when um, when God is trying to do something in our mess. Amen. So we're going to just go ahead and we're going to go ahead and go live again. Hallelujah. We'll go live just straight from the site here. Amen. We'll go ahead and go live straight from here. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm glad that everybody's able to join us on this afternoon. So as we're preparing to go live here, we're just waiting for the connection to come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know we're live here on, um, hallelujah, YouTube. And we're also live here going on Facebook as well. So I want to make sure that everybody is able to hear us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to the kings of kings. Amen. And the lords of lords. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. We give you glory. We thank you. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We give you glory. We give you glory. We give you glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give you glory. We give you glory. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We give you glory. Hallelujah. We praise your name. Hallelujah. We glorify your name. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we are rejoicing, being glad therein. I say, this is the day that the Lord has made, and we are rejoicing, being glad therein. Amen. So, thank God for today. Thank God that he's given you a day that you can really say, I am here, and I'm able to fulfill what I did not fulfill on yesterday. Amen. 
So let's go ahead and go into um, a moment of prayer. Hallelujah. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord God, we thank you for this word. We thank you, O oh God, that your people, O oh God, would be blessed through this word, O oh God. I ask you, O oh God, to touch them right now through this word, O oh God, because so many people are going through. So I ask you, O oh God, for this word to touch their hearts in the mighty name of Jesus. And God, we thank you. We give you the praise in Jesus' name. Amen and glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So let me cut this down just a little bit. So I want to go ahead and go into a moment of prayer as well. Um, 21 days of prophetic scriptural fervent effectual prayers. 20 um, dollar prayer author Apostle Robin Stokes. Today is day 30. But what I want to do is I want to read um, a prayer that is going to touch some of us today. And I believe that even as we begin to go through what the Lord will have us on today, I am a Psalms 139, 14 woman hour. Um, I know that you're going to be blessed, amen, as well. So those that are listening, um, I want you to come on live and um, be with us. As I also share this link on the regular page here. So um, just hold on, please. Those that are waiting, they're asking where is the link. So there it is. So I'm live here now on our page and I'm gonna go ahead and tag it to the other uh, stories here so that people will be able to get on as well so go ahead and tag someone somebody that I know that is looking forward to um, hearing us live on today so um, don't forget to tag them amen don't forget to share it with them hallelujah because I know they're going to be blessed as well hallelujah so go ahead and share it with them hallelujah don't keep this to yourself because I know God is going to bless you, amen, on this word, on this um, afternoon, amen. So come on, let's go ahead and get ready to um, start today's afternoon service. I am a Psalms 139, 14 woman hour. Glory to God. May God be the glory, amen, for this wonderful time to share with you, amen, on today. Hallelujah. So go ahead. Um, let me go ahead and send this through the messenger because I know some people is also ready to get it through the messenger as well. So let me go ahead and send it through there. So now that it's there, amen, um, you're able to see it. And then I'll go ahead and share this um, um, with another link here. Amen. That those that may not um, able to see, I can send it through here and you can also send it through there. Uh, and also, we're on the YouTube channel as well. So if you want to look at it on YouTube, feel free to go to YouTube. Reveal to Redeem is our YouTube channel, Reveal to Redeem. And then you will see uh, the listings on there um, as well. So Reveal to Redeem. So if you go there now, we're also live on Reveal to Redeem channel. Amen. So that you can also listen in. Um, with us on um, this afternoon. God bless you. God keep you. May Heavenly Father be with you on this afternoon. Dear Heavenly Father, I ask you right now, oh God, to touch your people. Touch them that they will hear your word on this afternoon, that they will be changed, that their hearts will be also covered in the mighty name of Jesus, whatever they may be going through. I thank you 
oh God, for helping them, oh God. Even though it doesn't seem like, oh God, whatever they're going through is going to be easy, but God, let them know that anything and everything is possible because you said so. And Lord God, we give you the glory. Lord God, we give you the honor. Lord God, we magnify you. God, we glorify you. We just thank you. And we thank you because this is the day that you have made. And I keep saying it, Lord, this is the day you made, not a day that we made, but a day that you made for us, God. So, God, we thank you for today. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, I want to read today's prayer in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare unto me, Jesus has been made unto us the spirit of God and given us the gift of, of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. And that's why we declare on today, James 1 and 5, to be um, for the word of God to be our portion. God promised unto us that if any one of us lack wisdom, let us ask him, and that he would give it to all men liberally and upbraid of not, and it shall be given to him. So right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you for the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding that we will receive through your word on today. In Jesus' name, amen and glory to God. Hallelujah. I come to you um, on behalf of I am a Psalms 139, 14 woman, hour a wave of glory. I am Lady Apostle. We're on here, hallelujah, um, every uh, second and fourth Tuesday of the month. So we just want to come back on here and just be a blessing to you. And for those that uh, missed it on last um, couple weeks, we're still in the same thing, talking about our obedience unto God. But before we go there, I want us to um, go to a, a passage of scripture, hallelujah, as well, because I just feel that the hearts of God's people are troubled and we don't want your hearts to be troubled, but we want you to know that God is with you. And no matter what you may be going through, he hears your prayer. He knows what you need, and he wants you to continue to put on the armor of God. He don't want you to take off the whole armor of God, and that's what we're talking about today. We're going to talk about the armor of God and obedience um, unto God, because when we wear the armor of God and continue to keep the armor of God on, we're able to fight through some things that most of us have hard time fighting through. And believe it or not, these are things that we don't want to talk about. We don't want to talk about um, de depression. But can I tell you something? Depression is so strong in the body of Christ right now. The spirit of depression, the spirit of um, anxiety, um, the spirit of um, lack of faith and trust in God, even though we say we trust God, even though we say we love God and we know God is good and God is good all the time. But at the end of the day, even though we know those things, life itself makes us forget that he is good all the time because sometimes depression and anxiety comes in and take over us. And, and, and what I want to do is I want to break down what depression is. And then we're going to talk about what um, we want to talk about what um, anxiety is. Amen. Um, because once we get an understanding on what depression is, then we can understand how to overcome depression. Amen. So as I begin to read um, an American um, Psychiatric Association, 
um, it began to allow me to understand that depression is a major depressive disorder. It is common in a serious medical illness that negatively affects how an individual feels and how they think and how they act. And fortunately, um, it also causes someone feeling to feel someone's to have someone to have feelings of sadness and they also lose interest summer's almost here yay right so when's the last time you tried on your swimsuits and summer clothes if you could get back into summer shape in one visit would you do it here's dr brian strand for sonobello to explain it really is quite remarkable Sonobello doctors use a technology called microlaser fat removal, and the results are amazing. We customize your procedure to accomplish your goals. Just share with us the problem areas where you'd like the fat in inches removed, and in one visit, they're gone, permanently. I can't tell you how often I hear clients say how many years they've been trying to diet and exercise those inches away, and we did it in one comfortable visit. It's time to get your summer on. Visit any of our Sonobello locations across the U.S. And right now you can save $250. Visit Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. That's Sonobello.com slash save. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores, so stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. In activities that they once enjoyed. And it also leads into emotional and physical problems, and it decreases their ability to function. Function maybe at home with the children, function at work, function in ministry, function just anything dealing with themselves. And depression has symptoms. See, anytime we're dealing with any type of illness or dealing with anything that causes emotional um, stress, the symptoms is going to let us know that there are something wrong. These are indicators. So the symptoms of depression is when someone feels sad and they are in a depressed mode, meaning that once, you know, sometimes we can be feeling so good and feeling like everything is okay. And sometimes when we begin to go through certain things in life, um, we begin to feel down. You know, depression comes... That's a start of the symptoms of depression because we begin to feel down. We begin to feel less than ourselves. We begin to feel um, in a place of pity, you know, or feel in the place where, oh, we, we, we just don't want to be bothered with nobody. And our moods begin to change. And one minute we're happy, next minute we're sad, one minute we're ready, one minute we're not, one minute we're up, one minute we're down. Those are symptoms that depression is trying to sneak in. Amen. So at the end of the day, it also deals with you losing interest and maybe some activity 
activities that you are used to doing or maybe even in, involved with your family. You know, usually picking up the children and hugging on them and loving them, on, even though you pick them up, even though you love them, but your um, feelings and your emotions begin to change. It, you don't spend that quality time like you used to spend with them. You know, maybe you may pick them up and just hold them for a second, but then you go back into your depressive state or maybe you're going out and, and having a good time and dealing in certain activities, maybe going to the gym or going to the library or maybe just reading or doing some things, but sometimes you just feel like you don't want to do anything because you have come into a depressive state and emotional state that you're dealing with a life situation and you feel like it's unbearable and sometimes life can hit us like that and sometimes we don't even know that we are depressed. Even us as leaders, we're still pushing on, we're still ministering, we're still casting out devils, we're still laying hands, amen, and we don't even know that we are in, um, we are um, what we we are incorporate. We are we are um, laying hands and and, and and allowing this spirit that is um, taking over us to be also passed on to someone else. Not even knowing that we're also dealing with depressive um, mood swings or depressive symptoms. So that's why it's so important to understand what depression is. And sometimes people feel like, oh, if I have depression, that makes me feel um, um, have mental make me um, be mentally ill. Or even though yes, it is some what a mental illness but um, depression can come onto anybody it doesn't mean that you are mentally ill you could just be depressed by something that you're going through you know you could be depressed about coming out of a relationship you know maybe you were in a relationship or a friendship with somebody and you really thought that this person really really cared for you or this person was really really there for you and you found out that the person they really didn't care for you as much as you care for them or they didn't feel the way that you felt um, about them. I mean, they didn't feel the way towards you that you felt about them. And maybe um, you did have an understanding that maybe they wasn't going to feel that way about you, but you still um, expected more from them and you looked it up to them and, and they wind up maybe betraying you or they wind up maybe letting you down or maybe somebody promised you something. And they didn't keep their promise or maybe somebody said that they would do something and they didn't do it. And you really depended on this person and you really know that this person has been in your life. You know, these are also things that can cause us to be depressed, you know, depressed and also going to an emotion, emotional state to where now we're beginning to what distrust other people. We begin to distrust everybody because this one particular individual promised us something and they did not keep their promise so at the end of the day we go into a depressive mode mood and we go into a depressive mind state and we have to be careful because if we don't be true to ourselves then anxiety and all the other things will begin to come on uh, 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 onto us so that's why um, it's, it's good to talk about um, the, um, the spirit of depression it's good to talk about the spirit of anxiety you know we don't talk about these things in church because um, we have already made it we're full of faith and we got it going on with Jesus and that's all good but at the end of the day we get into some of these states of emotional situations not even knowing so sometimes we can be walking in depression leading the flock and not even knowing that we're depressed but at the end of the day, everybody else in the flock is depressed. Everybody in the flock is just feeling down. And you're wondering, like, well, wait a minute. Why is everybody else feeling down? Because everything that comes from the head goes to the body. So that's why we need to really even look at ourselves, even as leaders, to go and maybe talk to someone or go and go into a place of prayer, a place of, of, of seclusion to 
begin to ask God to deliver us and to, uh, and to set us free from these um from depression or oppression or anxiety because sometimes we don't even realize that depression has hit our household amen we could be, be depressed about our marriage we could be depressed about our children maybe we want our children to be um in a certain a certain way and we are leaders and everybody's looking at us and we don't want um our name to be um put out there that our children are doing this and doing that when we are men and women of God. So that began to take a toll on you. So you begin to go into a depressed state. So those type of things can also cause depression. So depression is not just a mental illness. One day you wake up and you just mentally ill. No, it comes from life situations, situations that sometimes we don't even know that's going to come. We don't even know that it's there. You know, even from our childhood, maybe not being loved. You know, a lot of times when you look at people that have been in situations where maybe they have been abandoned or rejected or maybe been orphan, orphans. Don't you know sometimes them, when they begin to grow up, they lack love, they lack trust, they lack um, um, comfortability of people being close to them. So they begin to deal with these issues and they don't even realize that they're dealing with these issues of distrust, um, lack of love, um, um, uh, rejection, abandonment. And, and, and they always in a, a depressive state. One minute they're up, one minute they're moving, one minute everything is good. And one particular thing can set them back. Maybe a memory or somebody come or say something that reminds them maybe of their mother leaving them or their father leaving them. Or maybe something that re resembles something of their parents that have, may have rejected them or re abandoned them or showed them distrust or showed them a lack of love. So these are things that they have not yet overcome. So the spirit of depression can come in any kind of way, you know, but at the same time, we still persevere through. We still push through. Yes, we become who God creates us to be. We get our diploma. We get our degree. We get into ministry. We get the good jobs. We make the good money. We're in the good marriages. We're raising our children, but at the end of the day, we're still dealing with a state of depression, not even knowing that that state of depression is still following us, is still chasing us, and until we identify that, 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 that spirit of depression until we identify that and begin to deal with that we're going to always be up and down we our moves are always going to be up and down we're going to be feeling good today and down tomorrow that's why i'm coming to you on today to let you know that our obedience unto god is very important because through god's obedience god helps us to overcome these spirits that we are dealing with of depression of anxiety of oppression but at the end of the day, we need to make sure that we are wearing the whole armor of God. Because when we are wearing the whole armor of God, then guess what? Then we won't allow these spirits to overtake us. But we have to have on the whole armor of God in order for us to overcome these spirits that tries to come. Because they come. And even though I don't care, you know, who you may think you are or whatever, if you're not worded up and if you don't have on your whole armor of God, guess what? It can take you by surprise. And the next thing you know, you're depressed. Next thing you know, you don't even want know why you're feeling sad. You don't know why things are not working out for you. And then another symptom of depression depression is um, your appetite changes. You're, you begin to lose weight or gain weight. You have trouble sleeping. 
um, or you're sleeping too much, your energy is lost. You know, at first you was having a lot of energy, and now you don't really have as much energy as you used to have. You were up ready to go early in the morning. Now, all of a sudden, when a life situation hits you, you don't really want to get up early. You want to kind of take your time, and sometimes you say, I want to just keep the curtains closed. I don't want to see no light. I just want to stay in the bed. I don't want nobody to um, come in here and bother me. I don't want to talk to nobody today. Maybe I just need, maybe I'm just tired. Maybe I just need the rest. You know, your mind begins to play tricks on you. Your mind keeps telling you, oh, well, maybe you need the rest. And listen, sometimes, yes, we do need the rest because sometimes we, we're we're always up, running, and going. And the Holy Spirit do want us to rest, but you got to be careful because the spirit of depression can also come in and try to trick you to make you feel that this is the Spirit of God speaking to you, saying that you need to rest, but really it's the spirit of depression that is trying to suppress you and make you don't want to get up, make you want to stay in a place of depression, stay in a place of not doing anything. Because anytime you stay behind the four walls, I'm telling you, it makes you think more and more. It makes you reminisce about what you could have, should have, or would have had have done. At the end of the day, that's not healthy. That's why we have to make sure that whatever we are um, allowing our minds to meditate on, it is something that is what? Noble. Something that is what? Praiseworthy. Something that is what? Good. Something that is um, healthy. Something that is going to bring life. Something that's going to bring us the energy and the power to want to go on. Something that's positive. That's why our environment is so important. We need to make sure that we position ourselves in an environment that is healthy around people that is speaking life, around people that is speaking wisdom. Wisdom that would allow us to move forward. That's speaking to us the truth so that the truth will set us free. So other symptoms of depression is increase in purposely physical activity. And, and when we're not able to sit still, we're always pacing or we always just moving. Also, um, another um, symptom of, of depression is feeling worthless or guilty, allowing the spirit of shame and condemnation keep on taking you on and on. Okay, yes. You sinned, yes. You made a mistake, yes. You did not get it right, yes. Repent, but get away from it. Let God be God. Let God deal with you how he's going to deal with you. Once we come and we repent unto God, we need to leave it with him. But what happens is guilt and shame and condemnation begin to come and we begin to have a self-pity party. We begin to feel sorry for ourselves. We begin to go over and over and say, Lord, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for what I did. Yes, it's good to go into a state of repentance. It's good to have an inward cleansing of repentance, but don't get stuck there. Repent inwardly. Repent unto God and, and, and give your all to God to let them know that God I would never get back into this state of sin into you. I'm doing this sin unto you when I know that it's unhealthy, when I know that it's not right, when I know it's affecting my temple. And you get in that place and you give it all that you got to him. But once you give it to him, give it to him and leave it with him. Do not stay there in a puddle of guilt. Don't stay there in a puddle of shame. 
Don't stay there in a puddle of condemnation. Because a lot of times we stay there. Come on now. I am a witness. I love God. And any time that I sin knowingly or sin unknowingly, knowing that this sin that I, I knew better, I knew not to do it. I knew that this can cause some damage to my spiritual state. But because... I was weak at that time because I was going through at that time because depression and oppression was overtaking me at that time. I fell for the trap. But once God stepped in and he showed me his marvelous lightning and when God stepped in and pulled me out of that trap, I knew not to go back to that same vomit again. But when I was in a, a place of repentance, oh my God, I just went into a place and not even knowing that the enemy tried to have me on a guilt trip. He tried to have me on a shame trip. Have me on a condemnation trip. When God said there's no condemnation. There's no guilt. There's no shame daughter. Because you come unto me. And I see that your heart was pure. I see that your heart was, was, was honest. I see that you came to me with your all. And I see that you have not went back to your vomit. And I know that you're trusting me and you're waiting on me and you're allowing me to hold your hand and you're walking with me and you want obedience to be your portion and you're turning away from your sin you're turning away from those wicked places that you have once rested in so daughter i hear you no longer do you have to feel shameful no longer do you have to feel guilty and condemnation is not your portion i tell you you get into a place and you just begin to have a pity party and you begin to cry and just feel so bad next thing you know your nose all stopped up your eyes done all ran down you feel like you can't breathe god have heard you get out of that place of condemnation nation. Get out of that place of guilt. Get out of that place of shame. Do not allow depression to overtake you because depression wants you to be sitting up in those four walls thinking and reminiscing about your mistake. I know you made it, but guess what? God is a forgiving God. Don't get back in that same puddle of mistakes. Just get away from it. Change your environment. Change those that you're around. You can still love people for who they are, but if that environment is not healthy, if that environment is not pushing you towards your purpose and your your destiny you need to remove yourself because if not you're going to be right back into that same place and one thing about God is that he chastised those he loves and I tell you, it's not a place of wanting to get that chastisement by God. Even though we know we he loves us, oh my God, it hurts. It's worse than... Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin our parents chastising us. So come on, y'all. I need you to make sure that at this end of the day, you don't allow guilt and shame and condemnation to come onto you because those are also symptoms of um, depression. 
And depression will show up at your door at any time. It wants to see how it can get you down to make you stop believing God, make you stop trusting God, make you move away from the things of God, take you from the word of God, make you take off your whole armor of God. But I'm coming on today to let you know that I am a Psalms 139.14 woman, and this is a wave of glory. And this is an hour that's going to show you how to keep your whole armor of God on. Because at the end of the day, you need your whole armor of God. I'm not talking about those fancy clothes that you're wearing, that hair that you're wearing, those lashes and those shoes and ties and those um, things that you're wearing or that nice belt that you're wearing. I am talking about the belt of truth. See, the belt of truth is in our loins. It's down in our loins where we know the truth and we know that the truth is going to set us free. But the enemy wants us to get away from the truth. That's why he wants to make us feel so depressed that we can't think about God's love. We can't think about the truthful um, things that God give us in his word. The enemy wants us to listen to his lies. But I come here on today to let you know you're not going to feel worthless because that's what depression does. It makes you feel worthless. It makes you feel guilty. It makes you have a, a, a hard time thinking properly. So your, your thinking is not clear. Your, your thinking is cloudy. It makes you concentrate on things that is not worthy. It makes you concentrate on things that are not pure. It makes you concentrate on things that are not praiseworthy. It makes you concentrate on things that's not of God. Amen. So that's why you cannot allow depression, the symptoms of depression. Amen. Because if you allow depression to keep on taking a toll on you, then the enemy now is going in for the kill. Because we know that he comes to kill, steal, and destroy, right? So now your depression makes your mind begin to think about what? Suicide. It makes your mind begin to think about death. When God is not telling you to take your life, God is not telling you that your time is up, you still have purpose. You still have destiny. You still have uh, something that God wants you to do. So don't let depression or anxiety take you out. God is a forgiving God. God wants you to not to remember the things of the past, but he wants you to learn from those things and move forward and do the right thing. But don't be feeling so sorry for yourself. Get out of the place of rejection. Get out of the place of abandonment. Get out of the place of self-pity. The self-pity wants you to have a party with him. But I come here today and I come and I clash the party right now. I break the party down right now. I come against the party. I shut down the party of self-pity right now in your life. Because you will not walk in self-pity. You will not walk in depression. You will not walk in anxiety. But you will walk in truth. And you will be changed. And you will continue to allow the whole armor of God to take you. Let's talk about the whole armor of God. Amen. The Bible says, finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, meaning that we have to be strong in God. 
Don't be strong in our problems. It didn't say be strong in our problems. It didn't say be strong in ourselves. It did not say be strong in our position or our titles. It didn't say be strong in our money. It didn't say be strong in our degrees. It didn't say be strong in our marriages. It didn't say be strong in nothing of this world. But it says, finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord, in the power of his might. Because it is the power of God and the might of God that gives us the power to be strong in dealing with this thing called life. Life is nothing but a leap in faith experience. We leap from one place to another, one situation after another, one circumstance after another. But at the end of the day, guess what? We are overcomers. That's why if we be strong in the Lord, the might and the power of God else should die, should work on our behalf. It says to put on the whole armor of God. It didn't say to take off. It didn't say to come in two. It did not say to barely know. It says put on means to put on Christ. Put on God. Put on who you know he is in your life. What he have done in your life where he has been in your life you gotta put on God the whole armor of God not just some of God when you need something not just some of God when you're trying to go somewhere not just some of God because you're in a particular place in your life put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil because he's coming he's already there for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, against the rulers of darkness of this age, against principal hosts and wickedness in high places. Therefore, take up. Now, first he says, put on. So now we have put on the whole armor, meaning that we're putting on God his word. We're trusting in God. We're believing God. We're in God. He's all that we got. We're putting on the whole armor of God. Now we're taking up. Now that we have on the whole armor of God, we're going to allow the armor of God to work on our behalf. So take up the whole armor of God, meaning that because we are in Christ and Christ is in us, now we can take up the whole armor of God, meaning that our armor of God will begin to what? Fight for us. Our armor of God will begin to speak for us. Our armor of God will begin to move for us. Our armor of God will begin to what? Go before us so that we will be able to what? Withstand the evil day in heaven done. All we can do is what? Stand. See, sometimes you just got to stand. Even when it hurts, stand. Even when it's not right, stand. Even when they walk away, just stand. Even when you know that you know that you know, just stand. Because sometimes no matter no matter what you say, no matter what you do, no matter where you go, no matter what happens, you just got to stand. Because sometimes people can't hear you. Because when people are bound, people are depressed, people are distressed, people are oppressed, they can't hear you. I don't care how much words you're coming with. I don't care how much truth you're coming with. The enemy have already entered into their mind. The enemy have already overtake them because once they have come out of the spirit of depression, now oppression has begun to take over them, meaning that Satan now has such a stronghold on them that he have begun to blind them, that he have begun to make them deaf, and they can't even speak. They become even mute because they can't even pray. They can't even praise or worship because the spirit of depression have now went to oppression, and oppression have now went to regression. Now the enemy has a a, a 
a bearer over that individual. So that's why they can't hear what you're saying. That's why you got to stand with the whole armor of God, meaning the word of God. Begin to pray the word over them. Begin to believe the word of God over them. Begin to, um, come on, we're going to talk about the She says, stand for, first of all, her girding your waist with truth. Um, come on, let's talk about that. Come on, truth. Come on, the truth is what? The truth is, it says, therefore girding your waist with truth, meaning your belt. When you put on a belt, our belt does what? Our belt hold up our pants. Our belt brings maybe something into place, right? You know, sometimes when women, we wear a belt with our dresses, it just sometimes maybe just, it goes with the dress. Or maybe men, when you put on belt with your pants, it holds up your pants so that your pants won't fall down. And women, that your dress stays in place. So the belt of truth, it, it, it is something that we put within our goings, or within us, the lower part of our loins, meaning that it's so low in us that nothing can come into our spirit and tell us nothing different. The truth is the word of God. The, 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 the truth is what we know to be true. What we have heard and what we live for, what we have died for. So we cannot allow that truth to leave us. Because when we allow the truth to leave us, then we're walking in darkness. No, we need to stay in God's marvelous light and allow the truth, which is the belt of truth, which is our that's down in our loins, our lower parts of our bowels, our, 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 our matrix. Um, women, we know that place when we're giving a baby, having a baby, the matrix, the bowels down in that part is so deep down that no matter what tries to come, we know that the word of God is true and amen. We know that the word of God is going to bring life. The word of God is going to bring truth. The word of God is going to cut up any and everything that's dark. Any and everything that's not like God is the word of God. Truth. So don't allow truth to leave you. I don't care how much money is involved. I don't care how much power and prestige is involved. If truth is not involved, get out of it. Get away from it because it is truth that's going to keep you. See, you can have power. You can have money. You can have prestige. You can have all those things. They can call your name all day long. But if it ain't truth, it won't keep you there. See, truth keep you in a place. But when you go after all those worldly things, it does not keep you there. You got to do things to keep yourself there. And some things is not even worth keeping yourself there. So I want truth. So even if it takes me out of power, even if it takes me out of um, prestige or money or whatever. Guess what? It doesn't matter because I got truth. And guess what? As long as I got truth, I got power. And I got authority. And I got favor. And I got all that I need above to get money, to get power, to get prestige. I got all that because I'm coming with truth. And truth will keep me there. Truth will make me be sustain myself to stay there. So keep truth in you. Keep truth in you. Put on the breastplate of righteousness. The, the, the breath place of righteousness is God's righteousness. Do what's right. Do what you know is right. Don't do what everybody else is doing. See, you got to be just that chosen person that God chose. Sometimes you're not going to mix in with everybody. It's okay. You got to be who God called you to be. You can't try to be like somebody else. See, you can also become so depressed by trying to be something that you're not. Because you begin to... Forget who you are. So quit trying to be who you're not. Quit trying to be around people who God don't want you around. Sometimes, yes, it's lonely. Sometimes, yes, you do want to be with everybody else. But if that's not who God is bringing in your life, remove yourself. 
because it's healthy. It's going to keep you from going where you need to go in God. Sometimes we want to be where everybody else is, but God ain't calling us where everybody else is. That's why we need to make sure that it's a right place, his righteousness, a place where it's going to bring him glory. So quit looking at our own righteousness or how we could be so right. Okay, we know the situation, they were wrong. We know the situation, they didn't do what they were supposed to do. But sometimes our own righteousness want us to make everybody see that we're so right. It doesn't matter how right we are. It doesn't matter, you know, even though we know that they're wrong, we don't have to prove ourselves. God will fight for us. We don't have to prove ourselves. God will be there for us. Didn't you hear the word? It says to what? To stand. And all that you do is just what? Stand. So God fights for you. All you got to do is stand with the whole arm of God. When you put it on and then when you take it up, all you got to do is just stand and let God fight for you. Allow God's righteousness to be your righteousness. Don't always try to prove yourself right. See, people always want to prove themselves right. Everybody want to prove themselves to be something that they're not. The thing is that none of that matters. Because at the end of the day, when Jesus comes, he's not looking at all of that. He want to know, did you serve me? He want to know, did you proclaim my name to others? He want to know, did you live right, blameless, spotless? He don't care about all the other stuff. So quit trying to live up to everybody else's measure. Quit trying to live up to everybody else's standard. Quit allowing everybody else's perception to keep you in a box and make you miss God. It doesn't matter what people think of you. It's only what God thinks of you. It's only how God looks at you. At the end of the day, so what if they don't like you? They're missing out on something that is glorious, something that is of God. If they missed it, that's on them. But at the end of the day, thank God that he removed you so that you wouldn't become contaminated, that you wouldn't miss God. Because sometimes we miss God because we want to be contaminated with people that God ain't calling us to. I know that you really wanted to be maybe um, around those people or involved with that person. But if that's not who God has for you, if that's not what God has for you, thank God that he showed you. You know, we always pray and say, Lord, show me this person. Lord, show me what I need to do. And when God began to show us, we begin to feel so hurt. We begin to feel so down because God began to reveal to redeem. But thank God, God is redeeming the time. Thank God, God is revealing to redeem. Redeeming you from that curse. Redeeming you from that individual, that thing that can make you miss God. So be careful what you pray for because you prayed for it. You said, Lord, show me them. Lord, tell me what I need to do. Tell me which way to go. And when God began to show you signs, and when God began to show you indicators, you begin to overlook the indicators. You begin to miss the signs. And then you come back and say, well, God, why me? And God said, I've showed you the indicators. I've showed you the signs. But you ignored them. So in this time and season, on this day, recognize the indicators. Recognize the signs that God is showing you for that particular situation, for that particular somebody. Because God is saving you so that at the end of the day, he won't say to you, depart from me. I never knew you. But he will say, good and faithful servant. Amen. So we must continue to keep on our breastplate of righteousness. 
having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace above all, taking the shield of faith which you may be able to quench all furry darts of the wicked one. Because guess what? The enemy, he always shooting arrows. Arrows of disbelief. Arrows of doubt. Arrows, come on now, of unholiness. Unloving. Come on. Of slander. Of discord. Come on. Just just all types of arrows. Come on. A prosecution. Come on. He's he's come on. Of of of, of he, he's always guilt, shame. Those are arrows coming from the enemy. But at the end of the day, you got your shield of faith. You need to use it. You need to put it up, back to sender, and know who you are in God. Yes, it hurts. I'm not sitting here saying that it don't hurt. Because, yes, it hurts. But you got to get into a place where you got to allow your faith. How do, how do faith come? Faith come by what? Hearing the word of God. I know you come here to preach. preach. No, you got to study and show yourself. You got to get in the word. Sometimes you got to encourage yourself. See, David encouraged himself. He didn't wait for somebody else to encourage him. He didn't wait for somebody else to come to his aid. Because at the time, he didn't have nobody. He only, it was only him. And Saul and his whole family was after him. Only Jonathan, Saul's son, stood by David. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, that was also a thin line. Because that was still the son of Saul. But at the end of the day, David had to encourage himself. There, David had to tell himself, come on now, he had to speak life to himself. That's how our faith needs to work for us. Our faith needs to work to where we got to sometimes look in that mirror and say, you know what, Robin, you're going to get up today. No more pity parties. No more crying over here or this spilled milk, crying over that spilled milk. You got work to do. There's a call on your life. There's an anointing that needs to be shown in this um, earthly realm for people that are lost in a dying world. That anointing needs to break forth so that God can use you Use you to speak to his people. God's glory needs to shine through you. Wipe your tears and come on. You done cried enough. Come on now. It's time for you to get up. Shake that dust off your feet and come on. Let's go. Let's keep it moving. See, sometimes people don't receive you. Sometimes people don't accept you. People reject you and people abandon you and people will leave you. But you got to know who you are in Christ. You got to know that he have called you to be who he called you to be. You got to know one thing. He have desired. He have desired of you. That you may continue to seek him. And when you begin to call unto his name. My God, my God. He shall answer you. When you begin to call unto the father. He will come to your need. He will be at your aid. You can't worry about none of this type of stuff. Yes, we're human. We're going to think about it. We're going to get into that place and sometimes feel down and out. It's okay to get there, but don't stay there. Get there, get out of there, and let's go. Because now you are refueled. Now you are re-energized. Now you are ready to do what God has called you to do. So don't stay in that place of pity. Don't stay in that place of abandonment or loneliness. It's good to be in that place of quietness. 
Sometimes you may feel alone, but that's okay because God is with you. He needs you by yourself so he can speak to you, so that he can move in you, so that he can show you what's your next assignment, so that he can show you what you got to do, how you got to do it. Because if you're not in that secret place with him, how would you hear him? How would you know you're next? How would you know where to go? How would you know what to do? How would you know when to do it or where to do it or how to do it or who to do it with? Don't stay there. Don't stay there. Use your shield of faith to block every fiery door of the enemy because he wants you to feel down and out. But God has commanded us to walk by the spirit. That's why it says, finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. The might is the spirit of God. We must walk in the spirit. When we walk in the spirit, guess what? We will not fulfill the lust of our flesh, the pride of life. Come on. We won't fulfill none of those things of this world because we're walking in the spirit of God. Not saying that we're perfect, but when we have a mindset that want to do good and we are around positive energy and we're around environments that are healthy, that are, that are pushing us towards our purpose and our destiny, then we're able to what, evangelize. We're able to go forth and fulfill what God is, is, is commanding us to do. And now we're not putting ourselves in a place of guilt or we're not putting ourselves in a place of shame or condemnation because we have learned how to what, forgive. Because the Bible says that he has commanded us to forgive. We must forgive. We must love our enemies. Come on now. Love our enemies means loving them to life. Loving them for real. We are commanded to pray for our enemies. We are, we, we are commanded to pray and ask God. We, we are commanded to confess our sins to one another. Come on. We are commanded to forgive one another. We are commanded to be fruitful, to multiply. Come on. And whatever we're doing in our lives, we are commanded to meditate on the word of God. Just like he told Joshua, come on, be of what? Good courage. Come on, be courageous. Be of good courage. Come on, you got to meditate on the word of God. Meaning that if you got to read those scriptures over and over in Joshua. See, the book of Joshua um, lets us know how to conquer the land, how to take the position and now the assignment that is given and how do we conquer that assignment and that mandate that God have given unto us the same assignment and mandate that he gave unto Joshua after Moses have died. So that book allows us to understand how to take on the armor of God and, and put it on and, and, and take it and take it up for us to fulfill, to take and conquer the land that God have told us to conquer and how to be encouraged and how to be courageous and how to, to, to press in God and to be strong in God and the power of his might to get through in order for us to be to evenly divide out the land that God entrusted us to to his people. So God have commanded us to always to pray and not give up. We got to continue to pray without ceasing. We can't give up. We got to continue to keep on the whole armor of God. Keep on the belt of truth, which is our loins down in the inside, knowing that truth is the truth. Don't allow lies to overtake you. Get away from people that lie, 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 because next thing you know, you're going to be believing a lie and the truth ain't going to be in you. You can't hang around people that lie, lie, lie. You got to hang around people that are full of truth, amen, because when you're around people that are full of truth, then your truth, amen, begins to become more truer within you. 
we are commanded to rejoice always. In the book of Philippians, it tells us to rejoice. And again, I say what? Rejoice. See, you got to rejoice even in your downtime, even in your times when you feel like nothing and like everything has just overtaken you. I don't know about you, but it's times I got to look in the mirror and say, come on, apostle. Come on, Robin. Let's go. I say rejoice again. You better rejoice, girl. You better know that you already got peace, girl, because Christ Jesus is always in you, girl. Girl, come on. Be of good courage. Be courageous, girl. Come on, girl. Get up. Let's get out. Let's go do this. You know, sometimes I say, come on, let's get out. Let's go make these donuts. Yeah, let's go evangelize. Let's go spread the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Come on. I know you got hit with a low one, but guess what? God have picked you up. Come on. You on solid ground. He re-energized you. He re um generated you. He got you back um, and, and, and where you need to be. I got so much in me, my spirit right now. It's like it's like, it's like like bubbling. It's like a waterfall. It's trying to all come out of one. I'm trying to keep myself contained. But at the end of the day, I just want you to know don't give up. You are commanded to have joy. You are commanded to rejoice. When the Bible speaks these things, come on, let me let me do that. Okay, let me just, let me just say something. I got, let me go here. I got Let me go here. I'm going here. I'm going here. reason why I'm going here because I want you to know this ain't something that um, I'm saying. This is something that God already told us. Hey, bad. It says, here you go. Hold on. Here we go right now. Rejoice in the Lord always. Philippians 4. 4. I'm reading verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. It didn't say rejoice in the Lord only when we're happy. It didn't say rejoice in the Lord only when they call our name. It didn't say just rejoice in the Lord when we got money. It didn't say just rejoice in the Lord when our marriage is good. It didn't say just rejoice in the Lord when God gives us everything we know. It says rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Why? Why? Why did he say that? Because he knew that it was going to be some hard times. Because he knew it was going to be times we wasn't going to feel like rejoicing. We, because he knew that it was going to be some times where we ain't going to feel like saying God is good and God is good all the time. Hey, that's why he says no matter what the storm is, no matter what storm come our way, rejoice. And again, I say rejoice because it's coming. The tidal wave's coming. The earthquake coming. The, 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 the two It's coming. I ain't talking about just the weather. I'm talking about life issues. I'm talking about circumstances. I'm talking about suffering. I'm talking about some tribulation. I'm talking about some distress. Come on now. I'm talking about some pain. It's coming. But rejoice always. And again, I say rejoice. Rejoice always. And again, I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything by what? Prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving and let your requests be known unto who? Not apostle. Not Germany. God. Unto God. Yes. You give me your prayer request. But guess what? I'm taking it to God. You tell me what you want prayer for? Yes. I'm taking it to God. I can't do it. But God can. That's why I say let your prayer request be known unto who? God. Two and three. Come in his name. Come on now. He's in the mix. Yes, we come together in prayer. We pray together. Bring it up to God. We come, we share, but we taking it up to God. I can't do it, but God can do it. But it says, rejoice in the Lord always. 
again, rejoice. So we have to rejoice in the Lord always. So God wants us to know that we can rejoice in him and trust in him. And long as we are obedient to the things of God, we are able to continue to put on our whole armor of God and take up our whole armor of God and stand. When there's nothing else for us to do, we know to stand and to be anxious for nothing, but to rejoice in the Lord always. Again, we're going to rejoice. We're going to be courageous. We're going to be of good courage. And we ain't going to be anxious for nothing. But we're going to always pray and give thanksgiving and make our petitions known unto God. And when we do that, then guess what? We'll be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And in all that we do, we will stand. So I know that this word was for you today because I know it helped me. Again, I am a Psalms 139.14 woman hour, a wave of glory. I am Lady Apostle. May God bless you. May God keep you. May God eyes continue to shine upon you. May his grace and mercy continue to chase and follow you all the days of your life. Don't worry about it. Be anxious for nothing. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, rejoice and stand. And that's all you got to do. Put on the whole armor. Take up the whole armor and just stand. When you have your belt of truth, your feet that shed the preparation of the gospel. Come on, your breastplate of righteousness, your sword, which is the word of God, your shield of faith. Come on now. That right there, mm, breastplate of righteousness. Hey, come on now. It's better than those clothes you got on because it's going to let you withstand the enemy. Amen. And glory to God. May God bless you. May God keep you. And I thank you for joining us. Our hour is up. And it's time for us to go ahead and close out. But I am Lady Apostle. And again, I say rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice. Hallelujah. God bless you. I am a Psalms 139.14 woman. Hour of wave of glory. This is Lady Apostle. May God keep you. May God be with you. And may God continue to touch you. And those that know Christ but have not yet um, committed unto him fully. Or those that are in Christ that feel like, God, you know what? I need to come on and read. Commit my life to you. Haven't done all things right. Come on, leaders. Come on. Some of us have not fulfilled the vision. We have went and strayed to another way. He told us to go to the right, and we went to the left. Because now that we have a big church, we have this, we don't even care about the vision he gave us. Come on. Repent. We can all come into repentance together. Go ahead and accept this, your Lord and Savior. He died for you. Ask him to forgive you or whatever that it is that you have left him for. You know, we leave God. Not even knowing that he, he never leaves us. But we leave him when we allow these things of the world to overtake us. But he's ready to accept you back into his fold. And for those that are now just accepting him as your Lord and Savior, and you're asking him to give you the Holy Spirit, he'll give it to you. It's already your gift. and allow you to overcome the enemy. And God will divinely connect you to that divine family that God will um, put in your life. He will give you divine understanding, wisdom, knowledge through his word. The word of God will begin to open up to you more and more. 
um, you will get into a place of prayer. He will give you understanding. Deliverance will begin to come to you. He will put you, uh, have divine connections, divine relationships, put you in a, a place where you can um, be filled with spiritual food through the word. So it equips you for your gifts to begin to cultivate so that God can take you out as disciples to disciple others, that you can reach others through your ministry, through your calling and what God has for you. May God bless you. May God keep you in Jesus' name. God bless you. And I love you. And until next time, I am a Psalms 139.14 woman. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.